Hi everyone, welcome to Shame Watch. Uh, you might not hear the usual pepperiness of my voice that you're so accustomed to on other episodes, and that's because we are following up with a re region, uh, recent tragedy that happened last night, and that was the passing of Chadwick Boseman. And we just want to do a special episode uh, with Black Panther to talk about some of the things uh, going on in the world and the impact he had on the world and people in general. Uh, <laughs> this might be a very emotional episode, so be prepared. Uh, below me is our amazing social media uh, provider, Olivia. <laughs> yes, this is Olivia Hillmonger's Bay Suarez. Um, I do social media for the pod, and I also host Shame Watch TV. And yeah, just um, to the below me, sorry, is our wonderful editor. Hey, what's happening, y'all? It's uh, Aaron Salinas. Uh, just giving everyone a heads up. It yep. is going to be an emotional episode. It's uh, it's a very, very difficult one. But I'm happy to talk about um, Black Panther and all that it means. Um, below me is our chief archivist. Kenny Madison. And there's Kenny. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, what else did you need from me? Nothing. That, that was perfect. Um, okay. Just don't understand why everyone's reacting. Uh, to Kenny has turned into Data from uh, Star Trek. Uh, <laughs> oh, I wish. Yeah. Um, I mean, I we're recording this on Saturday, August 29th, and we learned about um, Chadwick's death last night. I think it happened last night at like nine, and I yeah. just posted in the group chat, and we were all pretty stunned and shocked. Because he was only 43, and uh, good God, that is young. <laughs> I'm already starting to get a little teary-eyed. <laughs> I mean, I mean, for him though, 143 yeah. would have been young. Like, I, I this is just a uh, a once in a generation talent, in my opinion. You don't, you don't, you don't get someone like Chadwick often. Uh, have you seen all of Chadwick's stuff, Aaron? Yes. Because um, I, quite frankly, I, I'm only familiar with him through the Marvel stuff and then also in Defy Bloods, which I watched last week. Fuck, I'm already starting. Um, I was a fan of Floyd Little in, in The Express. Get on up is a icon of a fucking movie and we you, you don't know what you got until it's gone and and to to be as sick as he was and still to be as selfless as he was yeah those last four years just i mean visiting saint jude's while you yourself are you know battling stage four colon cancer and he always and, and you know the running joke was if if you needed you know a male person of color for a biopic you went to yeah. chadwick boseman that's yeah. just 
which he did. He, you know, was in so many biopics in, in what feels like a short amount of time. He came out in the Express in 2008. Uh, soon after that, he was in uh, the Jackie Robinson biopic, or excuse me, um, it was uh, Get 40. On Up. Oh, yeah. Get On Up and then 42. Um, and he, uh, you know, I think that's where a lot of people started connecting with Chadwick. Yeah. Was in 42. Because uh, I know for a lot of us, I mean, Jackie Robinson right. did what he did in the 40s, if I'm not mistaken, if not before. But yeah. uh, but he he did what he did in the 40s. And we don't have any kind of recollection or memory of, of Jackie Robinson. So our way of connecting with Jackie Robinson was with Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. was through Chadwick Boseman. I think that was everybody's first opportunity at understanding what Jackie Robinson did and what he had to go through. And yeah. So I think that was everybody's first take, uh, with, with Jackie Robinson, with, uh, excuse me, with Chadwick Boseman. Um, and then you start diving into, you know, uh, black Panther, which I think everybody wasn't totally sure what he was going to do with, with, with black Panther. Um, and then you get, uh, Marshall where he, you know, played Thurgood Marshall, um, and I just learned about this and I'm extremely bummed. I'm, I'm saddened of his death, but he was actually going to be slated to be in the, uh, biopic of the only known African origin, oh. uh, samurai. And I've, I've been on a big samurai game kick lately. And, and one, I never knew of, you know, an African origin samurai and, uh, they were going to tell that story and that's that's so cool that that's a story you know that we're not told you know we're not familiar with and yeah so i i've i've i cried with robin williams when he passed because you know told me i was like hey take your mental health seriously and i i, I cried with chadwick just because i'll just flat out say it, it sucks to be black in america yeah. in 2020 you can't like you're you're gunned down for just being who you are you're not safe in your own home and now it kind of feels like your own superhero is taken away from you if we're being honest it just just sucks he's an icon Un- unfortunately, this cements him as an icon. He's always going to be the king of Wakanda now. And this so unexpected. It feels like whenever I learned that Heath Ledger was had had passed away, uh, and I, I I remember that just I was working at our school newspaper at the computer that's off on the side and just getting on darkhorizons.com and that was where I found out that Heath Ledger had passed away. And then yeah, last night I got uh yeah, I, I got the message from you, James, and just that initial feeling of yeah. no. That that's no, this is a lie. Yeah. That's not possible yeah. because he's an icon now. 
or he's he's, I mean, he's it, Black it Panther. Felt like just because I mean he had done so much, but it also felt like he was just getting yeah. started. Yeah, he, he really hadn't done that much, but at the same time, he did like. Black Panther means everything. Black Panther means everything. That that is everything. Uh, and to make that much of an impact in mm-hmm. such a short amount of time. His if quantity we, was not heavy, but his quality yeah. was was there. Yeah, and that's we some, could all be so lucky. Sometimes that's, I mean, that's really all that Definitely. matters. You know, um, you don't have to do the most work to be considered significant or important it's 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 not only what you do i guess in in terms of a public figure not only what you do on screen but off screen and just you know this this is a huge loss um for everybody but this is a huge huge loss for the black community especially in a time where we're hearing stories every day of um, black men and black women being killed uh, just for who they are, and it's it's absolutely devastating. So um, I I have not had the chance to see too many of his films. I've only seen um, Forty Two and Black Panther, and I'm and that's coming from somebody who hasn't even seen all the movies in the MCU. Um, but Black Panther was one of those films where. I, when the trailer came out, I was like, I really want to see that. And I think that this film is going to be just a revelation in cinema. And it it was, I mean, and a lot of that is, I mean, there were a lot of factors that went into that and we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but I mean, you have to have, I mean, there's, it all starts with like, you know, who's carrying the movie and and he does that. He does that so well. So um, it's just a really, really devastating loss. And fuck cancer. I freaking hate that disease. So um, yeah. it's it's just awful. And it, <clears throat> I mean, uh, events like this always, as much as we don't want to know, reminds us that the life and time we have here. It is very limited and we shouldn't take things for granted. And it, I think having that reminded of us in such a trash fire year when things are going so wrong really just makes that cut deeper because it, it, it feels like a fucking yeah. punch in the yeah. gut. Yeah. Yeah. Which gosh, Dang it. This year sucks. Yeah. So much. 180,000 dead. Uh, fascist in, in power. We seemingly can't do anything. So many people needlessly dying. And then it's like such a, a symbol, a representation of so much that is good. Uh, one of the lovely things about Black Panther rewatching uh, it is that uh, Chadwick is so. Mm-hmm. soft-spoken yeah. in that role. And you contrast that with a lot of the other representations of heroism in modern cinema, and it's very often 
very quippy, very mm-hmm. masculine, very aggressive. And there is, I mean, the shorthand that has been used to describe Chadwick Boseman's portrayal in Black Panther is regal as well. And he is sensitive. His strength comes through expressing vulnerability. And as we watch, uh, the world burned down because of a system that refuses Mm -hmm. to acknowledge its flaws. That starts to take an even more asinine stance in the mud. And the world is burning around them and they're going, there is no fire. To have an expression of leadership that is so compassionate. Crave it. I need it. I inject that into my veins because that's what we need. We need someone that is willing to accept and that that is willing to express flaws, willing to express weakness. And gain help from other people when they need it instead of saying they have all the answers or um, listening to people outside of just their immediate circle and actually like caring about the people that you're serving. Uh, where were we all with Black Panther? Uh, because I think even more than Infinity War, Black Panther feels... There, there were three Marvel movies that came out in 2018, and for me, Black Panther feels way more important than... Shoot, it might be the most important MCU movie outside of Endgame. Probably. Yeah. Maybe Avengers yeah. as oh, well. Because Black Panther feels mm-hmm. seismic. I mean, it again the impact it gave so much Wait. representation to such an underrepresented part of i mean especially america but it, it showed sure. because i i was doing some viewing or maybe it was i i don't know where i injected this but um when black people are kind of the center of a film it's always um them suffering it's not never thriving it's yeah hardship is a part of the black experience or black american experience and uh black panther while there's hardship it wasn't because they're black they had a whole society where they were just thriving so just being able to see that I, I think, and I I have no basis to say this because I'm white, but it seems like that would be, that would feel very powerful to someone who's never seen that in media. Yeah, for the listener at home, uh, we're, we're recording this on a Zoom call, and very frequently we, we often mistake James for just a straight up ghost. I'm very like white. A person in a white sheet. He I'm is, from Ohio. He's outrageously uh, So I'm both white and i'm just pale skinned yeah one time the power went out at an airport and james stepped out on the tarmac and was able to land plane yeah. safely i was the rudolph <laughs> that night must yeah. have a red light i was a just a glowing beacon yeah with your skin so white won't you guide these planes tonight <laughs> you know what chadwick was such a bright light and and yeah in this movie especially i've 
uh, just to make a quick transition. Um, I have not seen the other Marvel movies, so I'm sorry. I, I still have like very little context. <laughs> but um, man, like I just watching this film, um, it's just, it's not only just, it, oh, like the all star cast, first of all, like James said, it's sure, yeah. featuring a predominantly black cast, and none of these characters are like, you know, they're not subservient to a white central character, like to just amplify them up, you know? Um, we see them commonly commonly just thrown in or casted as just like a side character so they can, you know, in, in movies and film, just fill that diversity, you know, box, check that box. Or, you know, oh, let's have a best friend who's a person of color, check. That doesn't really do, doesn't really showcase their, you know, their, their story. And like, and so this film is so significant because it is, like I said, it's predominantly um, a black cast and, uh, oh, can, like just, oh my gosh, like can, we have like so many amazing, talented icons in this film. So obviously Chadwick, our beloved bright light. Uh, Michael Bay Jordan, I'm, yeah. I say that, emphasis on the Bay. Um, Lupita Nyong'o, Oscar winner for... Lupita! Yes. Lupita. Pita. Yes. Uh, just, she's amazing. Whoa. And then, like, we have Daniel Kalu uh, Kaluuya. Mm -hmm. Whoa! Yeah. Also Whoa. an Oscar nominee. Letitia Wright. Bassett. Forrest Whitaker. I was gonna say, you're, you're holding out on Angela Bassett. That... Whew. Mercy, that mercy. woman. Oh, I love her so much. But anyway, uh, yeah, continue. We have Forrest Whitaker. Oh, and then uh, Sterling K. Brown, SKB. I love him. It just, uh, the, the list goes on. It's just fantastic. Just Winston Duke as Mbaku. Yeah. Ooh, oh, yes. my gosh. Not, not to talk mess, but when you're. Again, not to shortchange them, but when your your white notable actors are Andy Circus, I mean, it, it really is kind of showing that we have like like they're like, no, this is film with with black actors, black actresses, and they're they're with the forefront in this. We are we're we're not catering to a white audience. We don't care. We're just telling stories at yeah. this point and it it's yeah it it's it, it dropped february 2018 um and i remember because i was actually work sent me for training to phoenix and my hotel was actually across the street from a uh a movie theater oh, wow. and that's how i actually got to watch <laughs> black panther was you know when when i got out of training i ran straight across the street what was and what was the movie theater? It was a, I think it, it was an AMC, but it was like Handmark or something like that. Oh, Han uh, Landmark? No, Handmark. H H A N or Hanster, something like that. It was an AMC. It was a nice theater, um, but it was uh, it was very much. Oh, oh the soundtrack alone, yeah. man. I love this soundtrack. Oh, Kendrick Lamar so is fucking slap. It's like ninety percent Kendrick Lamar, and even the stuff that he is not like 
credited on he's still featured in it like he it is such an amazing soundtrack like it's god i i will admit to like give my fanboy like just take on it um there were some parts where i'm like ah that cg is 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 not that sharp and some of the dialogue is i'm not sure how it's gonna date like the what are those oh my gosh i laughed at that part (laughs) (laughs) kenny go ahead I just found out that that was a meme. Literally really? within the past two or three weeks. Yeah, I was watching a video by, I think it's Kyle Hallgren or Kyle Cogren. Uh-huh. Uh This marvelous video, uh, pun intended. Uh, it's titled, Is Vine Cinema? Talking, it is. Uh, at least according to Kyle's interpretation, it's this wonderful love letter to vine and how it's using film language in order to communicate thoughts and ideas in six second bursts uh it's it's so exciting and that's where i learned that what are those uh was a meme i just thought it was a weird line delivery yeah uh, and, and that's, that's why i'm not I sure it'll yeah th- th- that's why i'm not sure it'll hold up in 10 years like just part of that dialogue and stuff but was- like the I thought it was funny, which is the point. If you're going to reference <laughs> pop culture, you got to make sure that it fits the story. Yeah, true. Like, and I got to say, and even like how casual he is with his response, he was like, "I just wanted to go old school." Like, I like on my first day, like that's just so charming and and cute. Like, and it, it but it is, it's such an important film. Uh, but yeah, I, it's definitely top three or top five. Uh, MCU films for yeah. sure for me. Uh, I think because I just watched Fruitvale Station on oh, Thursday. God damn! Also starring Michael Bay Jordan. Yeah, <sighs> uh, and I think for me, Black Panther is the weakest of his three, but it's still a good movie. Yeah, uh, oh, so Creed good. is good. Black Panther is good. Fruitvale Station is wonderful. Oh my gosh! Uh, what I what I did not know. Because I I don't know if you guys can tell this from my voice, but I'm very white. Um, and what had not been articulated to me is that it was so darn warm. I was expecting to watch something like Detroit with John Boyega from Catherine Bigelow, where you watch that movie and it's just nothing but black people suffering for two right. hours uh, about a real about the Detroit riots and this group of black people being held hostage basically by police officers. And what Fruitvale station does so wonderfully is just, it's a, it's a slice of life drama. And also that main character happens to get killed by cops at the Mm, end. Um, And it's, gosh, it's so warm. It's so effective. Good grief. Um, And to see Coogler, be able to bring that type of compassion to black panther is good lord we got lucky and also Coogler is so willing to spread the wealth around all of the supporting characters are so marvelous so much of the so much of the story also rests on these outrageously strong female characters without being a hashtag girl boss hell yeah god oh my god the 
I love the the and like those are his noble guards. Like that, it's just like so, it's so, the women are badass in this movie, yeah. man. Uh, you you compare the you you compare the women in Black Panther as opposed to the women specifically in Infinity War and Endgame, where all of the women specifically have one mm-hmm. fight where they all fight all of the other female bad guys, and it is. So, those two scenes are such hashtag girl bosses. Look at all of the diversity uh, that we have. Look, we're feminists uh, too. That. I, I as, that as opposed to Black Panther, which is just casually feminist, which is su- the way that it's right. They just have the so, women there having agency, doing their thing, without making it a grand, like grandiose thing, like. Like correct Curry, like developing all of those gadgets yeah i yeah. i actually have a, a poster of her that uh so it's just because something works oh yeah mean it can't be improved and uh yeah i, I love that just because it's true like you shouldn't be able to just like i don't know i i like it anyway i'm sorry continue yeah how dare you james yeah when um when they're going to South Korea to try to stop the transaction for the vibranium. Uh, you you have T'Challa and Okoye and uh, Nakia. And, oh my gosh, they just look... I mean, not even just the fact that they look amazing and they're just fire, but they're just straight-up badasses, you know, in the in the, the breakout fight scenes. It's just... I, I saw them just doing their thing and I'm like, hell yeah! Like, slaying! Yeah. That you know, fight scene in the casino uh, is, is so good. outstanding. It's so good. <laughs> I, I think one of my favorite moments of, of just, like, showing, like, like just why, like, why it's so important is whenever uh, the fight is happening, the, like, the massive fight, the massive civil war going on up, across the mm-hmm. nation of wakanda um uh, okoye is like stopped by her husband and like he's like asking her like are we really gonna fight and she's and she's just like for my country i will and like it, it's just like it's so like any other film would have had like no let's just have a kissing right. moment break the tension we can't fight and she's like no I'll, i will just like you are ready to fight i'm ready yeah, to fight too it's just like such a badass yeah because she's a warrior and not not a yeah. not a woman warrior. She's just a warrior who happens to be a woman. Yeah, like absolutely when that happened. Such a badass moment, and like just like I will admit, I really am a fan of like the like technology and the fact that the spear is also a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Huge fan yeah. of that. Really like that a lot. Or the fact that a cloth shield is like an impenetrable force mm-hmm. field really liked that like the technology in this was cool like just everything was like dialed up a notch and like god they just it's such a cool movie yes but yeah i i think what what i like about this movie the most and the reason i think it is the most important is because it's for those little kids who play superheroes and and are now feeling included? Yeah, mm-hmm. I uh, and and oh, go ahead. And, and that's like genderless, you know, boys, girls, like they they can, you know, they can all have 
a hero and it just it just spoke it's just so important of a movie and, and i think like anthony mackie kind of talked about it whenever like wonder woman when wonder woman was coming out and someone asked you you know I'm, what if it's a bad movie you know you know should you know should kids pick between dc or marvel he was like i mean or should like parents you know parents who are fan fanboys of marvel should they be taking their children to go see uh wonder woman and anthony mackie said oh regard you should you know if you have a a son or a daughter you should take them to see this movie because this movie is that important speaking about wonder woman and then we get you know black panther and that movie is even is is so important to to, you know be showing inclusivity and it just it's just and, and it's a damn good movie i mean it got nominated for best picture and i'm not sure how many mcu films got that title I think it was the first to be nominated for Best Picture, but it won, I believe, three. So Best Costume Design, Best Original yeah. Score, and Best Production Design. Which, hell yeah! Yeah. That score, man. Let's all agree. Most of the MCU movies are not really about anything. <laughs> the ones I've seen, because I've only seen, like, maybe two or three. I, I very much like the Marvel movies. Uh, as I look to my left, I see my Marvel movie box set. Uh, that I what happens have. when you look to the right? Uh, I look at show posters for shows that I've done around town, as well as a lamp. Okay. And then various detritus that is on my TV table. You want me to look anywhere else no, in that room? I'm more than happy to oblige. Just like you look the one direction, wants you to finish the other direction. Thank you, James. Got your back. Uh, Black Panther is actually about yes. something. It has a message. Yeah. Yeah. Black Panther is actually trying to make a statement about the world mm-hmm. uh, and about yeah. power. Uh, and also like to... to steal a phrase from the Patrick Willems podcast, the infinity podcast, uh, like a good improv set, uh, it manages to take the existing pieces and yes, and mm-hmm. them because for some reason we had never heard of Wakanda before, uh, in a film franchise that has existed nine years outside of a brief mention in age of Ultron. Well, they, there's actually a set piece then they go to Wakanda, but it's just all janky yeah. and stuff. And then, Civil War, we meet Black Panther, but other than that, uh, we don't know what Wakanda is. And then, not only that, it's this technological marvel, this unbelievable statement of what the achievement of African people could be without the insidious influence of colonialism. And then, not only asking not, not only just showing how great that world would be, but also if you were only allowed to flourish in isolation, then what responsibility do you have to the world to share that enlightenment in a positive mm-hmm. way? Mm-hmm. Uh, which gets to Killmonger, who's far and away the best villain in the MCU because he's, he's a product of our society. Right. Not the Marvel society, but our our world, our our racism, our systemic oppression of him. And on a side note, 
he hot. He's a snack. Oh my gosh. So he, when he's yeah. T'Challa and you, you see all those marks on him. I'm like, Woo! <laughs> Michael Bay! Jordan! Because Michael Bay, the other guy. No, he's yeah, gross. Yeah, he's- I'd be real... I'd be real careful with the the the, the Killmonger Bay Michael Bay thing. Sorry, I, I, it's I, getting I, real close I, to Michael Bay. It's supposed to be a term of adoration for Michael B. Jordan, <laughs> not for the gross Transformers director. Yeah, but yes, continue. Teddy. Oh, okay. Uh, Black Panther's good. It, it felt like you saw yeah, what to say. Sorry. I, I'm just. Uh, Killmonger is so outrageously complex, and also the the masterstroke and uh, potentially something that might have been brought in by a white director is just trying to prove how great the hero is through strength and masculinity. And I mean, the problems with the end of Black Panther is that it, like most Marvel movies, devolves into a CG fight mm-hmm. fest uh, where the the fight is weightless, and it's kind of a kind of proving. Uh, that the character is right through strength and Black Panther is able to defeat Killmonger through killing. Um, but that feels less a product of what Ryan Coogler is trying to say and more of just the approach that Marvel movies have been fit in by the direction that Kevin Feige has taken things. But the fact that T'Challa is genuinely considering what his viewpoint is and going, well, shoot. Am I a perpetuator of the foul things that are in this world? Am I complacent? Tell me another franchise. Tell me another billion dollar franchise that is willing to look at itself and go, right, but what good am I doing in the world? Honestly. I love that quote um, that his dad, T'Chaka, is telling him. He says, you're a good man with a good heart and it's hard for a good man to be king. It's just, it's so powerful because you just, you can tell like he, he's just a good person who's trying to be a good leader. And, uh, yes. Yeah. And like, because he feels the weight of that responsibility and accountability. And I mean, the complete opposite, opposite of that, we're seeing in real life uh, to get absolutely political uh, Trump who doesn't care about anything and doesn't no. feel any sort of responsibility or accountability. Um, no. Yeah. It, 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 with that power comes a crushing sort of, I'll say it again, responsibility because when you're in that, position you have to do what's good for your people or whoever is looking up to you yeah. and i i think that's why that quote is so good i rest my time yeah yeah and and even when you kind of touch on it in uh captain america civil war you kind of feel the weight that that he feels mm-hmm. like I, I mean just the character himself as, as t'challa yeah. uh, you know feeling the weight that he feels is like you know i have to mourn my father i have to you know 
heal a country as well as run a country. Mm-hmm. You know, you know the, the the country is grieving my father's death, and I, you know, I I am now the Black Panther. I am bestowed with this responsibility, like you said, and and they put some emotion to yeah. it, and he's very real, and you know, at the end, you know, if you haven't seen, you know civil war by this point you know get on it but at the at the end will do (laughs) (laughs) at the end of that one whenever uh i can't remember his name but uh the bad guy when uh zemo captain zemo yeah how how great is that movie if you're like there's a villain right (laughs) (laughs) when zemo is about to kill himself and you know he he's there you know saying i if you know i want to kill yep. you i should kill you but there there's no way this this is the just way to yep. do it yeah and you know he takes him in and and just like the complexity behind that and like you know dealing with you know fighting his family and you know his father was responsible for for killmonger's father's death and just kind of dealing with that duality and and just like like you said Kenny he's he's the, the, he's so layered and complex and then you're like this this was a marvel movie holy right, shit right like, the marvel movie part's such an afterthought in this yeah like i completely forgot this for a while that this was a marvel movie i'm like should i be watching more of these movies which <laughs> again no <laughs> i'm glad though that this was one of the few that like legit just naturally captured my attention yeah. i mean what are what are the necessary Marvel movies that you should probably watch? Like maybe the Guardians yeah. movies, because those I've are seen those are completely Guardians. standalone. Yeah, and then I think I've seen actually I think I've seen, I, and honestly I couldn't really tell you why I just didn't hop on the train, but um, I've seen maybe it hasn't been like two or three. I think I've seen Iron Man, Iron Man three, uh, Captain America the first one, the first Avengers, Black Panther. And I think that's it. Wow, you haven't seen anything after Black Panther? Yeah, I think that's my my best friend. When uh, actually, I had several people. Several people were like, "You haven't seen it? Can I can I tell you what? Can I tell you what's uh, what happens at the end? Like, I just need to tell you." And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." So I already kind of knew what happened, but um, that doesn't mean I was like, "Oh, that must that up." You know, it seemed like a very. Uh, emotional conclusion to this part of the mcu uh from a thirst perspective olivia i think you might enjoy captain america the winter soldier because at one point chris evans is holding a helicopter yeah. and That's also, like he's really holding on to something and his muscles are just Ripley. shiny and glistening Ooh, and got my attention yeah I it's definitely not as thirsty as whenever he appears shirtless for the first time in first Avenger. Cause good Lord. Oh my gosh. Uh, but we're not talking about those white people. No, buddy <laughs> in black Panther, like they could get it. They're just so pretty, like so beautiful. Yeah. And I, oh. I was just like, Holy shit. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan is an inverted triangle with arms and legs. That's, that's his body. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and like cuz uh uh Chadwick had to get pretty ripped for this cuz he's not yeah. a large man. He's not a thick man. He's not 
you know, a muscular man. So he had to get like ripped for this. And like, because uh, a lot of a lot of interviewers have said he's he's just kind of a small guy. He's he's not, you know, a, a large statured man, but he's he had to get ripped for this man. And he got ripped. And like, I mean, I know that just like comes with the territory of being, you know, in the MCU, but like. God, like the effort that they put into this movie, yeah. like well, for their bodies. When he yeah. when he's walking out, like in the Black Panther suit, when everybody presumes that he's dead, and he just has his arms like to the sides and saying like I'm not dead yet. Like I'm just like oh, oh, oh like with that burning aircraft in the background. Yeah. God, just the I will say the fight. I, I didn't hate the fight sequences, even the as short as it was, the one between Killmonger and and uh, Andy Serkis when they're just like shooting in the the the, the plane field. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was kind of a smart like like action device of of like fighting in there. I thought that was kind of a, a cool cool fight scene in there. But I think just like like I I can't remember what the 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 name of the guards were. Uh, like the actual guard. Uh, but like their fight scenes were like totally badass. Like oh, it's the, just the, the guards for the titular character of Black Panther. Yeah, the Dora Milaje. There we go. Yeah, the the Dora Milaje. I think like all like they just they're just they just look badass. And even like his sister, who is kind of like the techie kind of like um, you know go to for like all the tech equipment. Uh, she has like a badass fight scene also, like with her little black panther handgun mm-hmm. thingies that was like so cool too like god it was just it's an underrated movie for its action sequences i think i i i really like the casino fight because you could feel you could feel ryan coogler's style there it's like the and the action is just it's it's real and there and unfortunately just because of the marvel system what happens is that uh, so many of those action scenes uh, are done by someone else uh, and they just bring in a director to just kind of do the emotional stuff, kind of get the connective tissue in there. And then the action scenes are kind of done by someone else, which is why I can feel discordant from the style of the rest of the movie. And that's why that darn last fight feels so odd and rushed because it was rushed. I think that it was kind of changed at the last minute, sort of. Hmm. It kind of, yeah, it kind of felt that way. Like, like all of a sudden I go, oh, why did I feel like all it took was maybe just one other cool maneuver by T'Challa to... To spear Killmonger. Um, although I do love uh, the end scene when he takes him to uh, see the sunset. Yeah. Oh. And oh yeah. Like you know you can survive, and he's just like no, like bury me in the ocean uh, with my ancestors that jumped from the ships because they knew death was better than bondage. And I was just like, Shit. yeah. Just what a commentary on on race and what it means to be a black person in america uh, today it's just the, the the sheer fact that that line is able to exist in something 
that is ostensibly a four quadrant picture that is meant for everyone. Yeah. And also the fact that there weren't right wing conservatives just out there picketing mm-hmm. going, how, how dare they let that line be in there? It's accepted. Mm-hmm. That point of view is accepted and was non-controversial in that movie size. And this feels like, gosh, more than a lot of the stuff in Marvel, it feels so much of a moment. And just with Chadwick passing away yesterday, it makes it mean all yeah. the more now. Yeah, it, it they they knew that that line was going to be heard by billions of people. Mm-hmm. And they knew the power that that line would have also. And like you said, the fact that nobody picketed for it, like that's. It it's God. <laughs> well, friends, yeah. Do we have anything else? Because um, I I I don't. Other than I love you all, and I'm glad you're in my life. So uh, the. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. And yes, we love you, James. That's, love that's you, not James. what I was fishing for, but thank you. Uh, James, we love oh. you. I do. We love you, James. James. I do have one thing. So I was, in addition to like looking up just memorable quotes from the movie, I was looking up um, quotes from Chadwick Boseman himself, and I guess some of these are just from like interviews that he's done. And one of them was, "You have to cherish things in, dif- in a different way. When you know the clock is ticking, you are under pressure." And just like that cuts so deep because again, like he didn't. We didn't even know about this diagnosis mm-hmm. of his until yesterday. Yeah. And so it gets a lot of perspective that he was fighting this battle while filming these huge box office films. And I think, what was it, earlier this year, he had like an Instagram video or something. and he, he, he It was a video for... Uh, 42 day, which is the day in uh, MLB games where everybody wears the number 42 mm-hmm. in honor of, of Jackie Robinson. And he was extremely thin, like, like to the point where they're like, Oh, I wonder what his next movie is going to be that he's taking this body transformation. Right. Yeah. And, it- and people were kind of, yeah. mean, if we're, if we're being yeah. honest, I'm sorry to cut you off. I love you. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Oh, no, that, that, that sigh was more for them, obviously. Not you, Aaron. No, no, yeah, you're good. I think if anything, like, this, his passing has only reinforced the idea of, like, it doesn't take much to just, to be kind and to be gentle to other people because you don't know what they're going through. You don't know the silent battles that they're facing. And... I mean, can't stress this enough, like, it does not take much to just respect people and to respect people who are different from you. Um, It just, yeah, it riles me up. And, 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 uh, and I say this just because like, I, when, when we all found out that like he had cancer, um, if you've been affected by cancer personally, it's like a punch in the gut, you know? And so for this to happen, She's someone who, I mean, nobody is deserving of cancer um, at all, but to somebody who meant something to millions of people, um, it's just, it's crushing. And, and hopefully, like I said, hopefully people 
audiences and fans and people who have never even heard of Chadwick Boseman until yesterday, until Friday. Um, they take this as an opportunity to get to watch his filmography and see the kind of work that he did outside of the big screen. And I'm, yeah, like I said, I'm really glad I got to, to like watch this movie again and um, just, I guess I'll have to watch all the other ones that <laughs> Black Panther is featured in. Um, but I'm, I'm, I think like the world, like, yeah, it's been a really sucky year, but, and it's this, like, again, is super, super crushing. But if anything, like, hopefully we can look back at like what a light that he was and, and learn from that. And so that was a really long TED talk, but just. No, it was very well spoken. Thank you. Yeah, the, I, I think the timing of his death is was what, what was really difficult as well because we we have, you know, we started off this week with uh, a gentleman being shot seven times in the back yeah. um, by police, and then in the middle of the week we have uh, the NBA coming to a screeching halt, uh, you know, trying to say, "Hey, you need to listen to us." You know, you know, there are people in the streets dying. Um, and being murdered by by police and we just want to be heard as 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 people like we just want to be you know listened to and 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 just you know given the same amount of humanity and then you know like 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 kenny said a a beacon of of such goodness in this world you know with 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 chadwick was you know taken from us and it just kind of sucks and and I know, like, you know, at the top of the year, we had, like, you know, Kobe's passing. And, and that was, you know, very difficult as it was with his daughter, Gigi, and those eight people in, in in the helicopter. And then, you know, we have hundreds of thousands of people. You know, globally, we have millions of people, millions of people dying. And then we have George Floyd's death. And it's just this, this it's just been wave after wave after wave of of so much taken from from people. And it's just this gone too soon and i just you know I, I my heart goes out to his family and those who knew him well and everything like that and just you know what we could have had just just with him just such goodness in the yeah. world yeah Kenny, any closing thoughts we are all struggling 2020 sucks it's an abysmal time in human history yeah that much is certain that will be the leading paragraph in the textbook chapter that is about 2020 if textbooks are even allowed to exist the strong possibility that joe biden will definitely not win the presidency is very pressed in my mind yeah. the west coast is currently on fire the east coast is currently underwater 180,000 people are are dead because we have a man in office who refuses to who, who refuses to provide aid who and is being unopposed because the powers th that have put him in charge are just like oh well he's the president yeah which is abysmal and then two there is a portion of this country that is not willing to practice kindness and it is infuriating what is great about chadwick boseman's star persona is that he was practicing a kind of masculinity that was gentle that was willing to admit fault mm -hmm. willing to be compassionate 
and also willing to not be strong, but be steady in the face of uncompassionate competition. It is something that we need so badly because the mess that we are in is because of rampant masculinity and men that need to be affirmed that their dicks are big. Honestly. Uh, be kind and be steady in opposition whenever there are those that challenge you without wanting to hear your view. You matter. Your suffering is real. Your pain is real. And you do not have to feel good. Let this feeling in your gut fuel you and feel everything. Do not push this down. You matter. Your emotions matter. And at the very least, Aaron loves you. I can't speak for the rest of the podcast, but Aaron, without a doubt, loves you. Let's put that on a t-shirt, James. Aaron does love you. Yep. I do, for sure. Yeah, Aaron Aaron loves you. Um, yeah, just reach out to those who you love. Make sure they know you love them. And honor that connection because as we see, this life is very fragile. That can be taken away at any moment. So take every moment in and be grateful for it because this will come to an end, unfortunately. But we get to choose what matters and what moments matter to us. And the people we choose that get to enter our life. So thank them. Tell them that you love them. And like we said throughout this entire thing, just be kind. It's not hard. Uh, with that, I don't know how to end this episode because we're not doing bits. So we're not having goofs. Kenny? Uh, this is cliche, but I think it's the only thing that applies. Uh, Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever.